Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer, one movie at a time. My name is Hulk, uh, Joel. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. Space Cadet Aaron reporting for duty. I'm, I'm Spencer. You know, the guy I mention sometimes. Yay! Woohoo! This week was the case. <laughs> Aaron, I'm trying to read the title of the movie. <laughs> That's great, Joel. Okay. The movie this week was The Face of Another from 1966, directed by Hiroshi Teshigahara. I said that like a Spanish speaker, Teshigahara. Written by Kobo Abe and based on his book. Starring Tetsuya Nakadai as Dr. Or Doctor as Mr. Okuyama, Miko Jiro Hira as psychiatrist uh, Doctor Wasu is what we got from the movie. Although IMDb does not say that, that was all Aaron. Yep, Kyoko Kishida as the nurse, Miki Irei as the girl with a scar, uh, scars, multiple scars. She doesn't just have one scar. Uh, Machiko Koyo as Mrs. Okuyama. Etsuko Ichihara as the yo-yo girl, and Kakuya Saike as the elder brother of the girl with the scar. This movie was selected for us by the randomizer. Wait, Spencer, you're not the randomizer. It was selected for us by Spencer. Hey, Spencer, how's it going? Uh Uh-huh. Pretty good. Good. So, where'd you hear about this movie? Um, when I discovered I liked the art house Japanese movies from the 50s and 60s. I just added a bunch of random ones on my Netflix queue, and I watched this. Nice. And I loved it. Nice. Yeah, I was doing a Criterion Crawl sort of thing where I was just mm-hmm. watching movies in, like, uh, first a movie that started with A and then B and then moving on. And I think my second time through, I got to face of another, and yeah, this is mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, second time through, I realized this movie is... In my opinion, a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. You guys, what did you think of it? What are your initial thoughts on Face of Another, Sarah, Aaron? Uh, it was it was unnerving, but I liked it. It kept me out at the edge of my seat, you know, and I wanted to know what was going to mm. happen. Yeah, I dug it. Mm. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I thought that the visuals were really cool, um, really artistic, and... I thought it was a pretty unique storyline, too. 
I can't look at Aaron's <laughs> face. Why? What? I don't know. What I, what I do. He's just what looking at me like with these puppy dog eyes. I don't know. Just... Oh, sorry. Sorry. I will avert my gaze from I need Joel. you to wrap your face in okay. bandages. Sure. <laughs> you're right. And talk about how you're a monster. And I'm a monster, Joel. You know, everyone else is acting weird. Why are you thinking I'm acting weird? <laughs> like they made yeah, that dude. That dude. <laughs> you could take an etiquette class. <laughs> a couple, a couple at least, yeah. Jeez. Uh, no, it was an entertaining movie though. Like, uh, I, I wanted to know what was going to happen next. Like, once I, once I turned, I, I tried watching this movie um, last night, and and I, I, I went through it, and and I got maybe like thirty minutes in. I was getting tired, like physically tired, like I needed to go to sleep. But like, I just couldn't stop watching, and I finally I just had to force myself. Like, nope, got to take a break. Take a break. And, uh, like, the first thing I did after I woke up this morning is I, I just pressed play again and just, uh, you know, got through it, and it was amazing. Yeah. Re- thank you, Spencer. I really yeah, did enjoy it. Yeah, thanks this for one. the recommendation. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you're welcome. I wanted an excuse to talk about this movie somewhere. Cool. Sweet. I, I hadn't seen it before. Aaron hadn't seen it before. Joel secretly watched it. What? Hmm. It wasn't a secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret uh, The to director... Everyone. The director made another movie called Pitfall that has ghosts in it, so... Is it oh, cool. based on the Atari game? Pitfall? Uh, no. Okay. Just doesn't check have any Cobras. It's, <laughs> but it's it's a similar movie, and it's kind of has some fantasy stuff. So you guys might be able to cover that one, too. What about Women of the cool. Desert? Women, well, Women of the Dunes? Yeah, whatever it's uh, called. No, it's just kind of a grounded in reality Kind of depressing movie, oh, but yeah. it's still good. Yeah, we can't watch that. No, nope. well, you can for fun. No depressing <laughs> movies on this one. Hey, I'm playing Ninja <laughs> Turtles. Give me my phone back. Okay. <laughs> so this movie has this. What do I want to say about the visual style? It's like it's kind of eerie. Yes, it's eerie. It's almost yes. kind of horror movie stylish, like the. The way things are shot, the way they're hiding this guy's face, and uh, like s- some of the the things that are cut in, like mm-hmm. towards the end of the movie, there's, I mean, there's there's just lots of shots of body parts because the the psychiatrist for some reason has is a plastic surgeon or something. Yeah, yeah like part part time. Yeah, it's like psych, psych, psychologist therapist, and then part time <laughs> like you know amateur. <laughs> I don't know, like, prosthetics, dude. Yeah, it's like a vague future with, like, I guess plastic surgery is a norm or something. It's a hobby. Yep. (laughs) I just dabble at this in my really cool-looking lab with all the glass and the pictures of bodies and faces. It looks like a James Bond villain lab. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. it does. I I like the giant heart seat thing. There's mm-hmm. a giant, like, you know, anatomical heart that you could sit on. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, and later on, you see there's, like, this, a part of this, that's a black abyss with, like, this, like, a seat in a black <laughs> abyss. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, like, an ear. Yeah, there's, like, an ear. There's lots of ears. Stuff. There's lots of ears, yeah. Yeah, but, like, that part had, like, no light. It's yeah, just, none. Yeah. It's, like, absent of light except for humans and that chair. Mm-hmm. He has an interesting practice. This gentleman. <laughs> I don't know how many. He's got at least one other patient that we see later, but then maybe the, just those two, maybe. He's crazy, too. 
Yeah, I Courtney's think... definitely great. Yeah, it the uh, the relationship between the main guy, I forgot his name, yeah, and the doctor is like um the it's like the Lathe of Heaven. Did you ever read that uh, by Ursula K. Le Guin? I've, I've definitely read works from Le Guin, but I have not read that one yet. Uh, uh, basically, uh, the Lathe of Heaven is about a guy who his dreams change reality, and he goes to psychologist. And the psychologist is kind of is, is toying with him, and he and, and you can't really tell if it's if the psychologist trying to change the world for the better, or if he's just trying to change the world so he's more successful. And so it's this kind of weird, like another crooked psychologist thing. There's not that many movies where a psychologist yeah. is a good person. <laughs> yeah, but uh, side note: you, all of you should read the Lathe of Heaven. I will. Brilliant. Thank cool. you. I do like Ursula Green, so. As we've established earlier, I don't know how to read, so somebody will have to read it to me. There's a TV movie made in the 80s. There's audiobooks. Of it. Oh, cool. Cool. Audiobooks. Yeah. They're like movies for your mind. Oh, and it was remade like in the early thousands with Nick Stahl as the lead character. Well, I like Nick Stahl. And uh, I want to say Radong Chong was in it. Oh, never mind. Because... Because the main female character is biracial mm. in the book. Mm. And they couldn't find another actress, huh? That's weird. Okay. Sarah, were you <sighs> going to say something about the psychiatrist? I was going to say, I don't want to make it sound like the movie takes from other things, because I think it's unique in the way that it looks. But if it did remind me of anything, it kind of reminded me of, like, Hitchcock stuff and mm. maybe like the outer limits or something mm. like some the way they use suspense and then when they actually do whatever it is that they're the action that is going to happen I felt like that part was was um really 60s really grounded in like a 60s way of shooting a movie yeah I wrote down in the few notes that I did take uh, uh, Italian film and French New Wave film, and that makes a lot of sense because I know, like, uh, at least Francis Truffaut was, like, crazy about Hitchcock. So there's, I could definitely see that kind of styling hmm. just from you mentioning it. It didn't occur to me while I was watching it, so that's really cool. Yeah, I, I didn't realize how Hitchcock it was until so you mentioned sorry. that. <laughs> I, hope that's, I hope that's okay. I apologize. <laughs> It's good. <laughs> no, it's it's okay. I just never like. It's never. Yeah, that's me awesome. Like, this is very Hitchcockian. <laughs> you said sorry. Like you were afraid Spencer was going to jump out of a window because he didn't. <laughs> he didn't see Hitchcock. No, I just don't want to take any magic away because I think it's really cool on like its own merit too. <laughs> no, you know. I don't think you have to worry about that. Uh, so who, let's do a quick synopsis because I think this is actually a movie. I mean, obviously, people aren't going to be familiar with it unless they're watching Criterion left and right. Yeah. So, Spencer, why don't you do a, a synopsis of the movie for us? Uh, there's a guy who his face was injured in a lab explosion at his job, and so he becomes a very misanthropic, hateful person, more or less, and his face is bandaged up, and so he uh, he's going to a psychologist who's also... Uh, like a hobbyist plastic surgeon <laughs> for some reason, but <laughs> but it the 
movie's so good, you kind of yeah. don't really yeah, care I know. about that. You're just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the doctor, uh, no, the guy, the guy is like, maybe I should get a new face, or he brings something along those lines. And doctor's like, yeah, let's do an experiment. Yeah. You know, it's not ethical. It's like very clearly stated. He's like, <laughs> this is want- very ethical, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I still want to do this experiment. And I've so been dying to do this. Yeah. You twisted my arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's been, he's been waiting for years just for someone it's to not, do this. You know, this might not be good for your psychosis, but you know what? Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, basically, this guy has PTSD, I guess. That was supposed to be. I got that impression, of. too. I think... Yeah, I more think, than uh, one more than one person that we see, I got that impression yeah. about. I think one of the themes of the movie is like That's how more. much people don't even think about like the effects the face has on on somebody and how that connects people so much. And you know, you could see having like your face literally be damaged to the point where people wouldn't recognize you if they, you know if they saw a picture of you. Uh, how psychologically damaging that would be to just all of a sudden be blank slate. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so he gets a new face. It's the face of a stranger. And that's a Japanese title, the face of a stranger. Mm. Yeah. Uh, according to, I think it was Cartarian, that's a translation, literally. And he, his personality changes and he, uh, his, he wants to seduce his <laughs> wife. Makes sense. I can't, Remember why? He wants but, like, to make her jealous. I, I need to. It's kind of part of his personality yeah, change. Yeah, I think that has a lot to like, do with it. Kind of a Jekyll and Hyde yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. thing, but it's also kind of a Frankenstein yeah, story totally. too. And his personality changes. And there's a side story that I f- totally forgot about the first time I watched about this brother and sister in the. And the sister has a scar, and then she has to her brother to sleep with her, and then she kills herself because he says no. Does he say no? And that's no. It's I implied. I don't think he, he said no. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get the impression that he said no because really, we, we blanked out after he was he was smooching on her. I thought they were both like. I thought their emotional reaction was because they did. Yeah. Mm. But I I don't know. I no. I may have missed that. Yeah, maybe me and Sarah are just perverts, and you guys are. You know. <laughs> well, I just got the. I mean, I mean, there's the comment he said earlier. Where he's like, you know, Ugh, too cute. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Like, yeah. That was like weird. where it was like he was like he's like yeah yeah I'm gonna acknowledge you're attractive, but no 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 weirdo no I'm your brother still yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh yeah, the guy turns into like. A cow carcass. Yeah, that was weird. That was so random. That was pretty random. That's another part I totally forgot about. Well, like he's staring. He's staring out at the beach as he's seeing things go down, and he's like, "No!" And then seeing his sister kill kill herself, walk into the ocean, and he and he there's like a lightning flash, and he turns into like the carcass of like a bull. It's symbolism. Oh, it is. Yeah, because because bull, <laughs> de- dead bulls often slept with their own sister. 
Okay. Uh, I, no, guess. I thought that was supposed to be like the bomb because she said there was going to be a war. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. I definitely that felt that that was exactly what it was. And I don't, I don't know what the symbolism is. El Bamo. But I, I did figure it was something. <laughs> okay. And the guy who gets a new face, he tries to rape a woman and then gets arrested and. Then the part of agreement was he gives the faith back to a doctor. And he's like, "No, I'm a, I like being his person instead." And he kills the doctor. Mm-hmm. And I guess he just lives on as this a new man. That's a full yep. burrito. That's I, it. I, that doesn't really <laughs> doesn't really work. I mean, he's already been arrested by the police. They know who he actually is, probably because the doctor told him, and they probably took his photo when he was arrested. I just, you know, okay, never mind. The nurse. So the huh, not the nurse. I'm talking about the the guy with the face. Okay. Well, Joel. I mean, my fan fiction set here says that he goes back to the nurse. She makes a new face for him, and it's called oh. the face of another another. And she keeps going. <laughs> Her face of another squared. <laughs> so he's, are you yep. saying he's dark man? Uh, yep. Totally dark man. Now I get it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Take the elephant. So, anyway, sorry. <laughs> so the weird story. Do, do you think Sam Raimi uh, got I, inspired I by hope this so. for dark man? I hope so. Well, he got. I hope so, too. Sorry. Oh, dude, I love dark man. I love dark man. It. Same. <sighs> yeah, it's so Same good. Here. It's Sam yeah. Raimi's best mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> uh, it's better than evil though too. Uh, Army of it Darkness, is. dude. Yeah, Army of Darkness. Come on, uh, hey, I that's fine. Dark I love Man. Dark Man. Army of Dark Man. <laughs> I, I also love Ar- Army of Darkness. I mean, I they're they're Dark. talking skeletons in Army of Darkness, so it kind of wins in my heart. I like for love of the game. Anyway, um, <laughs> so the 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 storyline that is coinciding with the our main character who's getting his face replaced with the with a girl with a scar on her face, and she works at the World War II, uh, like, uh, people who are suffering through uh, post-traumatic stress, and her brother works there, too. In the book, that was a movie that the main character was, like, going and watching. Oh, for real? And the way they represented mm-hmm. in this uh, movie was when they first transitioned to it, they do this weird, like, spilling liquid wipe thing where it like the droplets like spread mm-hmm. out and it starts off in letterbox so oh. i think that was just supposed to be like a oh. i didn't even notice that until you said that but now that i think about it it was mm-hmm. a different format when it was showing that story hmm. yeah that makes sense that's huh. crazy trip out okay i will trip out Thank i you. am mm-hmm. it's like the play <laughs> within a play Very in good. uh <laughs> so you're saying it's the, the summer it's, nights it's, night it's the pirate comic in the middle of the Watchmen. That is, correct. is that what you're saying? What's yes. going on here? All right, yes, all right. Indeed. It's as if during the Watchmen movie, every once in a while they just switched over to <laughs> a an pirate movie. <laughs> Johnny Depp, you're stuck on this raft. Gonna eat me this shark. Oh, missed opportunity. Yeah, they missed that. Missed opportunity. I put on the SpongeBob movie for my nephew the other day. I didn't know Antonio Banderas was a pirate. Oh, yeah. That's why. That's the only part of that movie I like. SpongeBob. What a weird movie. (laughs) That's not. It's not good. (laughs) So uh, let's talk about the weird sexuality in this movie because that that was. you were talking about why he like 
decided that he wanted to seduce his wife. Well, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I, I think I should clarify. I don't fully understand everything in the movie, but I but I'm fine with that. I still like it. Well, mm-hmm. love it no, regardless. no, no, you don't understand it. So I might you hate sound kind of stupid. Oh, no, 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 about don't it. worry. That's my job. That's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait yeah. until you hear this episode of uh, Sophomore Lit <laughs> that I'm going to be on. If you want to hear somebody sound stupid, boom, there I am. Oh, I'm going to be on talking Uh-oh. about Ambrose Spears because I oh, share nice. a birthday be with prepared. him. And that's why I picked him. Well, I just wanted to state, though, that, like, Earlier in this movie, when the nurse and and the psychi- psychologist are talking about stuff, um, wait, wait, yeah. Since he does surgeries, is he a psychiatrist? Yes, it's a psychiatrist a specifically. All I was gonna say was like out of nowhere, the nurse okay. is like, "Well, maybe he'll seduce his wife," and and it's just like the doctor's like, "Yeah, maybe." And then, like, later on in the movie, he's like, I'm going to seduce my wife. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, how did they both come yeah. to the same conclusion? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> was it that or was it when she was talking about the doctor's wife? No, no. Okay. Unrelated. She just said to the doctor, like, okay. maybe he'll seduce his wife. And it was just like, what? What was with that? The- <laughs> Why was this a thing that, like... <laughs> When the nurse was like, when the nurse was like, I think your wife's listening again. Yeah, that too. What was that? Well, I mean, they were kind of a thing. You see her walking in the background and stuff like that sometimes. She just walks around and paces through their lab? I think she's also a nurse. Because remember, when they're first applying the face thing, there are two nurses there. I think one of them is supposed to be the psychiatrist's wife. Of course, it could just Mm -hmm. be me filling in parts, but, you know. There's definitely, uh, yeah, some some sort of thing. That face party on scene is really creepy. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it made me want to order a it, pizza. It, it, it made me want to throw up a little bit. It's just, ugh, I don't know, ugh. I, I, I liked it, but I didn't like it. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it was unnerving. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was pretty unnerving. Definitely. I. I felt like it took a really long time to put the face on. And then I was like, I hope they don't do this every time because he can only wear it for a 12 hour stretch and he's going to have to like go through this. And then they didn't, which was cool. They just like set it up that, that, that it was a process to put the face on. But I, I remember, I think I even took a note when we were watching it. Uh, let me see that note. No, get out of my papers. I gotta, I gotta check your cheat um, sheet. Yeah. Face transformation takes a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was, it was definitely a process. Like, like they were putting this, like you know, this white paste stuff all over his face, and like making sure it was all rubbed between his eyes and like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Kept checking his neck area too, you know, and like. And they yeah. gave him different beards to try oh, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Like this mustache or that mustache. And there's a hit, and there's a Hitler joke where it's the Hitler Hitler yeah. mustaches. That's politician. <laughs> I like that scene <laughs> when they're putting the different facial hair on him. His face looks weird in that scene. They did a good job of making it look like it wasn't quite right. Yeah, they smoothed out certain parts and like roughed out other things, like on the edges or something like that. Yeah, it's the end. I mean, that's really cool. The whole thing. 
It's really cool that it's black and white, too, because there are so many visuals that are made, like, so, like, cool from the contrast and the shadows. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of times, well, not a lot of times, but in the German restaurant they go to a lot, whenever things get tense, the I'm not sure notes, but the lights would darken around them. It was like a spotlight on them when it got really tense, and then as in the music would tune out, and then when it would, uh, when like the doctor would leave or whatever, it would lighten back up and the music would fade back in. I noticed that happened at the end of the film when they were standing. they were standing uh, in the street, uh, and like it was really bright yeah. behind him, and then suddenly it was super dark, and all the music fades out. And it's yeah, like, what's gonna happen? Yeah. The German restaurant. Yeah, that's where they got drunk. Joel, I'm remembering when Joel told me he watched this movie the first time, and I had no idea out of context what it was. They went to this German restaurant, and there was somebody (laughs) following somebody else with a different face. I forgot I told you the entire thing. Oh my gosh! (laughs) I. What I imagined was like so different. Yeah. From this. And I didn't even put together that it was a German restaurant. Like, even though they had steins and stuff. And the woman was singing the song in German. Yeah, she sings a German song. Oh, I thought that was French. Oh, uh, no, that was German, because I clearly heard a das and und is mm. German. That's the only, that that's how you know, because those words are only in German. No. Yeah. But they were playing the accordion. I got, I got confused. Just, no, I'm just kidding. Leader hosing on. They're doing their uh, their kick dance, whatever that thing is. Oktoberfest. <laughs> like like with a song, I know a little bit of German. With the song, I was like, that sounds like German, mm-hmm. and I could figure out some of the some of the words here and there, and that's how I figured it out. I, so, anyways, I, I wanted to talk about the sexuality, and then we. we oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Because you were saying you were saying you didn't understand the, the the seduce thing, and you were talking about that thing. Yeah. There's that part in the very beginning when after he's he's had his uh, bandages put on, and his poor wife is just trying to act normal, and he's he's being all I know. He's, he's being all grumpy, being all and fatalist, hateful. and yeah, like I'm a monster. And uh, he anyone's like gouge out everyone's eyes. He literally throws himself at his wife's legs, and she she pushes him away. <laughs> and he's like, "You rejected me." I'm like, what? <laughs> She's yeah, like, was, "I was uh, just surprised." <laughs> like, was no advance, dude. <laughs> the, yeah, the, what what are the moves here? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> it's so awkward. Uh, I I don't know why. He, I legitimately felt bad for her in the beginning of the movie because he's constantly just like judging her every move. Yeah. He's a dickweed every in the beginning move. of the movie. <laughs> every move. Like, why are you why are you standing in that corner? Why are you turning the radio on? You sat over there because you don't want to look at me. I would be like, <laughs> "You, I'm out of here." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can deal with this crap yourself. I was trying to be nice. We're gonna sit in the dark from now on. <laughs> Good God! <laughs> I'm like, why? Wow. Did she... And she was so nice I to know. him. Like, and then at one point he was like blaming her for being nice. Yeah, like he was just like that. How dare you be nice? Yeah. Why aren't you being mean right now? Yeah. I'm a monster. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the other day, I I was thinking that I should just take a butcher knife and cut up your face so you'd know what it was like. <laughs> ah, but 
you know, I decided not to. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, honey. I'm sure. I'm, like, every subject that he talks about ties back into some, like, way of thinking about what's going on with his face. And I know, okay, his face, it must have been a really hard thing for him to oh, yeah. deal with. Yeah. But at some point, you have to start, like, like talking to people, like interacting with them as if you're still a person. Like, I think a normal person would. Yeah, yeah. that's why he was seen as a psychiatrist. I think but apparently, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. No, we all know where that went. <laughs> you know, I've got an idea, but since I'm your psychiatrist, I should. <laughs> oh, what's the idea? Well, since you asked, <laughs> <laughs> it's unethical, but I, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> I've always wanted to. That's my reason. You know, there are plastics that can become a face, a mask on your face. Oh, I uh, related to talking about him being all weird to his wife. The movie opens with, uh, I believe, the doctor with a little monologue about inferior, like inferiority complex. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, apparently lays out like, oh, this guy is a Real inferiority complex and is real. Probably has like P. It's 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 PTSD, right? Yeah, he's definitely got some sort of traumatic stress from that. I mean, yeah, it's dickweeditis. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. Um. I've never been in a horrific fire like that, but I don't. I think, but I would try to you know readjust quicker than he would. Yeah. I'd probably be a different kind of emotional. I'd be like an angry, sad emotional, not like a, oh, you're not pitying me. Oh, you are pitying me. I think the realization should be that, you know, I mean, this is your wife, someone you want to, you want to be around you, you know? So like, I, I just think that after a while I'd be like, well, okay, cool. She, even though I look like Deadpool. You know, you're still hanging out with me, so all right, you know? She didn't go immediately to the bone zone, so she's out on her ass. That's what happened. Oh, okay. All right. Because, I mean, that's what launches the whole thing, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. It's because he wanted sex. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And then later he seduces... Is it when he seduces his wife? She has a little speech about how makeup is a mask for women. No, that's it was before. before. Yeah, before. They're sitting but in yeah. the cafe, right? They were at home when they did the makeup talk, I believe. But she picks it up again afterwards. Oh. I think after they do go to the apartment because she was like, "I put on a lot of makeup oh. today too." Yeah, yeah or something like that. Both be wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I can't remember what I was going to say about that. Okay. What do you got in your notes? Oh, yeah, my notes. This made me think a lot about this weird, like, healer that I saw one time. And this is just a total tangent. Okay. That's but fine. I saw this person who dealt with, like, energy and stuff. And it was because I was seeing an acupuncturist in the same building, and, like, I ended up going to this other person. She recommended, my acupuncturist recommended it or something. And I went there, and she was like, you're, you're a person who's out of your body. And I was like, what does that mean? And she was like, 
She's like, it means that you're not, like, present moment in your body. You're, like, outside of yourself. And I was Whoa. like, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. And, um, and then she... But what I was thinking about when I saw this movie was that this guy was, like, two in his body. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was about, like, his physical person and what that was and what people saw there and what it felt like to be that. And I was like, dude, get out of yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, I understand being, like, aware of your yourself and your surroundings, oh, but totally. at the same time, like... I imagine, like, being outside of yourself is something that would help you if you were in that situation. I don't, I don't know. But it just reminded me of that for some. Identity was very, that was his big thing. Definitely. I agree with you. It's like he was fixated on the idea of the physical or something. And so was the, so was the psychiatrist. He was, like, talking about the mask as if it was, like, this third party that had its own intentions and Mm -hmm. stuff. Like... Yeah, that dude. Like, what he's, are you talking? He's like two steps from being like a Batman villain, you know? Like, oh yeah, I, I see. I see that the mask has an identity of its own now. And he's the guy By who fell in the acid and yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And he looks like Mads Mikkelsen, so he could be a Batman villain. Well, this movie was from 1966, right? So yeah, Adam West could have jumped out from the shadows and saved the doctor before, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh-huh. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. Frank Gorshin and uh, whatever the guy <laughs> played Joker. Oh, also yeah. Hanging out back there. <laughs> uh, Caesar. Caesar Romero. Caesar Romero. Caesar Romero. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's it. You guys are cool. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my other notes were... Uh, I want to say uh, something about the... The girl that the, was mentally yes, disabled? that is exactly what I was about to bring up. The yeah, troubling portrayal and that kind of of the yo-yo uh, girl, and they just drop the the R bomb. Well, well, it's uh, well, sixty six, right? Yeah. Well, they didn't like call her, you know, a retard. They said in like a medical sense. He did. So, yeah, it was there. So, yeah. so it's not that. It's not as bad. <laughs> Yeah. The the man without the face referred to her as that, and then the psychiatrist went on to compare her to a dog. And said, like, she can smell that he's still him, and it's kind of like, yeah, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A higher there, function. Well, I mean, okay, okay, let's look at it this way. The man without the face, the faceless one, he, he, um, Mel Gibson. Starring, yeah, yeah, face off, face off here. So he's, um, he's starring Nick Cage. He's, um, eyes without a face. His, his concern, you know, he comes to the doctor and he's like, oh man, you know, she knew who I was, even though I keep two apartments now. And, and, you know, and, and, and yeah, so of course he's going to try to calm him down, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where's my yo yo? I just <laughs> thought she was a girl obsessed with yo yos. I didn't think there was anything mentally wrong with her. Like, I didn't know what. The deal was, and then they said that. I don't know. She was also very touchy, like too touchy, in my opinion. Uh, like, I, I mean, that's the the whole weird sexuality of this movie. I think that we were supposed to be getting like a, uh, you know, she doesn't know like, what she's doing kind of thing. 
Like she's attracted to him, you think? No, I don't think that. I think it was more like this is somebody who knows that if she wants something, there are a bunch of different ways that she can get it, like steal things, mm. lie, and then, you know, possibly do this other stuff. Well, well, on that line, Joel, she does mention about her dad's, you know, right. fling yeah. or whatever it's going on. So, yeah, you're right. It, 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 it's a part of this movie. The repeat like, scene. Oh, I just got out of the bath. Yeah, sure you did, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was a weird thing where, like, he, both his wife. I guess he's a lot. <laughs> yes. Yo-yo metaphor. Why else would he always be in a bathroom? Oh, he's one of those superintendents, huh? <laughs> I'll help you with your rent. Yeah, it's like night, neon demon with Keanu Reeves. I don't want to. I don't want to think about that. Never mind. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's the dull vacant stare from my face. <laughs> there was a weird, like, <laughs> sexual tension. Okay, the wife was kind of acting that way, and he was kind of acting that way. And then there was the thing with the superintendent, like, always being like, oh, sorry, it took me a minute. And then the and then the line. brother and sister storyline. But there was... Oh, yeah, and then he just tries to attack that woman, that other woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's when the personnel, that's when he- The mask like, took well, over. I, I'm anyone, I'm no one, I can do anything I want. She she seemed um, perfectly okay with the assault until he lifted up her skirt. She was just kind of like, are you trying to hug me? Uh, like, what's going on uh, here? Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. listen, she's screaming, and then the skirt goes up, then she starts screaming. Like, Maybe it was cold, Joel. Why, why Has anyone pulled your so skirt up before? <laughs> well, the other day. <laughs> okay, these are my other notes. Um, Sorry, you were, Joel. You were wearing the same jacket. There was a part where he was like, how did you know it was me? <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, the psychological experiment gone right or gone wrong. Like, it almost, he kept feeding him, like, these weird, I, it was like he was egging him on all the time. Like, yeah, it was a self-fulfilling like prophecy. It, like, Yeah, it's like he's, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, what else did I, everybody is edgy. Culture suffering from PTSD. Um, men's come ons are either no words at all or just grabbing someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when he's when he's testing out to see if somebody who like knew what he looked like before will recognize him, and he's talking to the receptionist for his boss. Like he's like, "Oh, uh, by the way, are you married?" Oh, never mind. He doesn't give her a chance to answer and just walks <laughs> off. Like, yeah. And sexual harassment, like, um, when he goes in that day and he says to the receptionist, like, hey, do you want to go out? And he goes, just pretend I was drunk. Like, just pretend that didn't happen. And then, um... Scarface. Oh, yeah. Woman with a Scarface gets catcalled in the street before they see that she is deformed. That wouldn't stop people. Um... <laughs> in this country, at least. <laughs> He attacks that woman he never met. That was pretty much all I noticed. Like well, that, that, that it was really even the girl with scars on her face. That one, that one uh, patient, you know, tries to have his way with her, chases her out of the thing. Like I just wanted to say something nice to her. Oh yeah, yeah. Like 
Like, she was overreacting by getting the heck out of there when he, like, jumped at her. Yeah. But I I really liked this movie. I was just confused by the other storyline. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I don't have much to say because I, I didn't write very many notes. Yeah, that's what I did, too. Cause I tried to write notes, but I'm like, this movie's so good, I don't want to... I want to keep pausing it. <laughs> it's like, and so I was like, ah, no, it's I'll keep watching and try to remember. And then I went to work for a while. Like, oh, I forgot all my stuff I'm going to bring here. Yeah, I was pretty busy while I was watching it. I just wrote these all at once after it ended. I think I have something else I wanted to mention. Let's see. I keep my notes in my head. <clears throat> That's why you can never remember. <laughs> mm. Uh, oh, the only thing I was going to mention was the, uh, I was talking to Aaron, but uh, unfortunately this comic book employee and nerd doesn't know about a online-only Brian K. Vaughn comic oh, called dang. The Private Eye that came out, because that that's a movie. I only deal with print, Joel. I understand. <laughs> I, see. I see. I believe Image released a print edition. Oh, dang. Hardbound. Okay. Very well. But in that, in that story, um, it takes place in the future, and people hide their identity with these masks and it's like a common everyday thing. People just have these masks to to hide who they are. Mm. And um, the the psychiatrist is at one point when they're at the, the weird German restaurant mm-hmm. which I could what, what, what's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a lot of Germans like that part of Japan. Yeah. Uh, they were left over after World War II. I don't think... It's just kind of strange <laughs> to me. Yeah, I didn't think anything of it. Maybe they just liked the food. Yeah. A psychiatrist is talking about how, like, maybe I should mass produce these masks. Then I could change the world. There will be no criminals and therefore no crimes. I want to be like, that's... And, like, morality that's, that's will be null and void. <laughs> yep. And it's like, uh... <laughs> It is reminds me of uh, Halloween three with the mask. Hey, we were just talking about that. <laughs> that was another. It made me think about face blindness too. For some reason, that like phenomenon when people don't recognize like a face, they just recognize a hairdo or something. Yeah, I've got a bit of that. <laughs> Sometimes I just don't remember people's faces. I have to like hear their voice or or have actually had conversations with them. I met someone again mm. uh, after, like, six years of not seeing them, mm-hmm. and I didn't recognize them at first. Yeah. I heard the voice, and I was like, oh, that voice sounds kind of familiar. Mm. Then I then I squinted. Maybe I need glasses. I don't know. Yes. But I was like, oh, it's you. Hey. Hey. Guy. Person. <laughs> and, but there was a moment there where I, I he looked different. Well, so there was no way that I could really, you know, identify him. Aaron, there's a psychiatrist I want you to see. Oh, cool. He's got some cool. cool ideas. <laughs> cool. But, you know, he might be able to help you. I really liked the, like, piece of glass with the face in his office. Yeah. Yeah. He it had an interesting James office. Bond-ish. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of lining up of the shots with those things and the, the, just the way the, the office felt like. office felt like it was floating out in, like, a white void, which it was super cool. That one, and they even had a black void waiting room. What? Yeah, we, we yeah. There was a little bit of pre-discussion oh, yeah. on that as well. Yeah, yeah, like the weird black void where there's like the just you can see humans and the chair, and I guess there are stairs. 
because like they curly that's a bob on the screen and then they go up somehow in this weird black void. Maybe that's where Faceless Guy decided he'd like, yeah, we'll just live with the lights turned off. How's that work? You oh, know? Yeah. Maybe that's where he got that from. That's true. Supposedly, maybe. No. No. Yes. Okay. Maybe. Sure. Eh? I don't know. Who knows? There's a part towards the end where the psychiatrist and his nurse are talking. Uh, actually, the nurse is kissing the psychiatrist. Yeah, which I is the first that. time we saw this on screen. Uh, they're obviously having an affair, and in the background, there, uh, you know, we've got parts of the lab, but in the left side, you can see a woman who is in geisha wear, who's just walking in the background, and I assume that was supposed to be like his wife symbolically always being around. Oh. And on the right side, there was a door that was open. And it was a close-up view of somebody's hair in water. Oh, yeah, I remember being like, that Hmm. is so cool because I really like the way hair looks in water. I've actually taken pictures of my own hair, like, in the bath before because I think it, it, like, swims like fish. It looks really cool. It had a real creepy effect in the movie, like, like, it... If you hadn't pointed out that it was hair to me, I, I was—I just thought it was just some weird imagery. You know, I, par- pardon me if I'm incorrect, but in, earlier in the movie, wasn't there also a lady in a kimono who was like working on some like um, I, I, don't, I don't knitting or crochet or some sort? I think his, his, wife, his wife was, was wearing in, one. Uh, the geisha wear. Okay. Also, there was like some mm-hmm. psychedelic background thing going on there too, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I yeah. Oh, no, maybe I was just watching. No, no, movie. you're probably no, right. they did. I, I just mean, remember seeing that scene and going, huh. There were so many visual things going on. Yeah, that, I remember it was beautiful, though. Yeah. It's a cool scene. Like, like, the things that stood out to me were the door thing, the wipe that I talked about. That was that was literally like somebody had dropped liquid and then it, like, spread, which I've never seen that kind of wipe before, but it, it looked really cool. And uh, what else? What else? The cinematography. Yeah. 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 Really cool. It shot extremely well. All those Japanese movies from the 60s and 50s have this, like, high-quality black-and-white photography that, like, is... It's just so good. I could do an entire podcast about Japanese films just from those eras. Hint. Godzilla vs. Hedorah. Hint. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Aaron Hint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... Interesting you say Godzilla. I am a fan of the kaiju. Because it's Toho. Yeah, it is Toho, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Having having been a person who heard this whole movie described like with words without seeing it. <laughs> and I I just need to say you gotta see this for yourself because your imagination it- can take <laughs> you so many different places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kinda hard to talk about yeah it's it's hard to yeah you i'm, need I'm to thankful see. thank you yeah, thank you spencer thank you. like this was definitely a trip i enjoyed it yeah if you guys cover pitfall which is another movie by this by this director then i'd come on for that cool i think we will That's the one with we will cover it. pitfall but after space invader and uh millipede <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, wrote in the one time I wrote into Film Spotting SVU, which is the mm-hmm. one that Matt Singer and Allison Wilmore do. Uh, I wrote in about this movie and recommended it, and they actually read the email mm-hmm. on the air, which was cool. Oh, nice! But 
I was like still grasping, like even when I wrote the email, like <laughs> what is this movie? What is it about? Mm-hmm. And I've got a better idea now. Like if you're, if you listener are going to sit down and watch this movie, there are parts of it that seem like they're slow. And there are parts of it that are just like comical because like it's ridiculous. And honestly, I really think the movie was intended to be comical that way. Yeah. And I think that the already, you know, slow parts were intended to give you this like slow down moment. Okay. So I think if you're going to sit down and you, you feel like you're kind of losing track, like, uh, you know, 30 minutes in or something like that, just stick with it because it is, it's so good. Yeah. That part at the end, when you're talking about, you told me that there were all these people who's like, were wearing masks and like you couldn't see their faces. I and it's like hundreds and hundreds of people. Yeah, like it's never ending. Yeah, that I was imagining had like a different tone, like. But I I think it's just something you need to see with your yep. own eyes to totally get yeah. it. So, is there anything else anybody wants to say about the movie? Uh, um. The doctor drugged him. Yeah. Oh, really yeah. Creepy. yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to put a face on you, and then, uh, why don't, why? Why don't I just drug you? Why don't I drug you up? <laughs> well, it made sense. And he never told him. It's like, oh, this is, this guy's really creepy. Yeah. It's because he didn't want him to mess up the face right away. That's true, but he could have told him ahead yeah. of time. I'm pretty like, sure. It's like a hair, dude. <laughs> pretty sure there's like, there's like an ethical thing. We were like, well, he, well, remember he said. Oh, this is yeah, unethical. you're right. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, Once a doctor says like... this is unethical, you can do whatever he wants. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, all all waivers have been signed, dude. Yeah, that's it. At this <laughs> you're point, done. you you've pretty much relinquished any control you have. You're done. So he didn't really cover it that well, but he. Was supposed to the guy's supposed to report to a doctor about his life and then changes. Yeah, <laughs> and that was that was the main relationship, but we kind of skipped that part. Yeah, we did kind of skip that part. That's why they went to the German bar, right? So they could talk yeah. about things. And then he's like, "Oh yeah, I drugged you." He's like, "What are you talking about? Have some more drugs." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because because he was trying to talk about the the changes that were happening, like you know how he was smiling more and like you know. How before, you know, he only he he drank a couple drinks and was, you know, you know, nothing was wrong. But then, but then this time, you know, even less drinks. Yeah, even less drinks was getting him tipsy and whatnot. Yeah. So. The mask made him drunk with power. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Just like Jim Carrey in that movie. Hmm. Oh God. Are you talking about Twenty One? Are you Very talking about? Night. Oh my. Oh okay. Twenty hmm. One. Was that the game? The movie or is it thirteen? The number twenty three. Twenty three. That's what it was. Because two divided by three is point six six six. Oh, oh. <gasps> the number. Remember that from my trailer? I haven't That's seen stupid. that. <laughs> I haven't seen actually seen twenty three. I'm sorry. I shouldn't act like I know I what I'm talking. I tried to watch it. That's okay. A while ago. Don't bother. <laughs> from the director of Batman and Robin. So on a doppelganger level, what would you say for twenty three? Uh, see doppelganger. Can't go negative. <laughs> Negative. It's a really terrible star. movie. Doppelganger is lot fun yeah. and crazy. I'm gonna watch that again soon, just cause. Oh yeah, I want to talk about the the director. Of cool. It. So Hiroshi Tashigahara, after this movie, 
he kind of sparsely made movies after mm. that. Like, he made three amazing movies in a row. Pitfall, Woman in Dunes, and Face of Another. And then, like, he made, like, some stuff in the 70s, like, two things in the 70s, and then a couple TV stuff in the 80s, and did, like, another uh, full-length movie in the 90s. And that was, like, his career. Huh. Like, it's very spotty, and it makes you wonder, like, what was he doing in between these huge gaps and stuff? Like, he stopped making movies like Face of Another. Like, after this, he stopped doing movies, like, art house interesting stuff. Was he financially off? So, it, like, maybe that's why he just didn't feel like he needed to make another art house film? Or or maybe he's probably not even uh, making these movies for financial gain. He's probably well, just doing it, you know, for just doing the art, you know? Just do it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but this, I, I was really sad when I learned that this was the end of, like, the interesting movies he was Oh, but making. he was continuing to making movies. They just weren't, they just weren't yeah, very was interesting. Yeah, on. Did he make, did he start making, like, Air Buds? He did, like, this other stuff that wasn't, like, this, and documentaries and TV. It was, like, all ten years apart. It's like, what has he been doing in ten yeah. years? They kind of made, like, another movie with this, with this writer. Probably a tragic story, you know, where the creator has to go into a hospital for a number of years or something like that. It's probably something mm-hmm. we don't need to know. Or he got a mask and he took oh. a different identity. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. He's like, say, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> let's move on. Let's 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 sidle on through here. I think we've we've slammed this movie home. It's a home run, <laughs> as they say in Japan. Yeah, it, if you're still listening, it, <laughs> this is a movie you have to really experience and watch. Yeah, you should watch it. It's cards of really talk about into words so i don't know what we're doing next week we'll figure that out when we get to next week there's a couple of things i want to hit before i go into the closing credits and i force you guys to give me a lesson from this movie number one spencer was nice enough to send us a gift package that i want to thank you on the podcast for sending thank you a lot spencer oh, we got two welcome. dvds and one of the gifts might be an episode two dvds and a book yeah, yeah, the one, I assume the one you want to uh, possibly do an episode on is the Great Yokai War. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not... I watched it once, I thought it was interesting, and I was like, well, I don't want to watch it again. Yeah, I'm not into those Pokemon I think you guys would like you know. it. This is not Yokai Watch, Joel. What? <laughs> it's I, not Yokai Watch. They're the same thing. <laughs> no, <think>. no. <laughs> There's only one kind of Yokai, and it's in my watch. <laughs> Well, no, 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 you're so wrong. It's okay, though. Okay. Yokai are more than just... Wa- Did you know they're also in Yu-Gi-Oh? Did you know? Where's your blue-eyes white dragon, Joel? Or your red-eyes... Or black... Red-eyes <laughs> red black dragon. Red-eyes black dragon. Red dragon. <laughs> How come Yugi's voice gets so much deeper now? Like, <laughs> Wait. Is it what is Egyptian mythology real in that show? I don't know. No, I don't no. know. There's nothing. Oh, and why does Who his grandfather have the stupid. same haircut? Okay, uh, they have the same Egyptian hairstylist. Yeah, that's weird. Ancient Egyptian. He dresses like a kid who loves my chemical romance a little too much. Yeah. 
<laughs> He's a student. A like I remember that like, kid from high school far too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention is that we have a Kickstarter. We have a Kickstarter Woo! that is uh it's this episode is going to drop on Monday and that is when I'm actually going to launch it and the purpose of this Kickstarter is to renew our hosting fee which is a very a very small amount of money it's only $122 but uh we paid for it ourselves last year and that wasn't an issue this year it is kind of an issue and we'll figure out a way to what yeah a year right yes yeah an entire year on SoundCloud and uh, we we are going to put links to it in the show notes. We're going to put links to it on the website and on Twitter. And if anyone could just throw a few bucks our way, we would appreciate it. There are rewards that are associated with the Kickstarter. If you'd like to advertise on the podcast, you can do that. If you would like a sh- just a shout out, you can do that. And there are five special spots for a $20 donation that if you do that, you get to pick a movie for us. And it does not have to be science fiction or fantasy. You can pick any movie you want us to watch and talk about. But there are only five of those spots in the Kickstarter thing. If we get more money than the 122 for the renewal, then that we can use that to get uh, a website going. We got a really lame one right now that I don't even mention because it's so lame. We've got uh, <laughs> oops <laughs> equipment that we are looking into getting, and there, there's all kinds of different things that uh, we could talk about after the Kickstarter launches. So I just wanted to throw that out there. URL will be in the show notes on the Facebook page, all that stuff. Yeah, th- thank you for listening, guys. Yeah, thank you uh, for any help that any yeah that even, contributes. Even that. if you can't throw any money towards us, we we appreciate anyone who listens yeah, to the program. And we, I hope you guys know that. Yeah, we really do. We're we're having fun, and we we hope you're having fun listening. You're welcome, <laughs> um, Spencer. That'll be thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I got student loans to pay off. All first. right, I understand that. I was a student once, too. Anyway, so I'm going to read the closing bits here. You guys think of a lesson that you learned from this movie. Um, yes? Did Spencer have anything he wanted to plug on? Spencer, do you want to plug something? Um, I have a podcast happening at some point called Tune Tonight with Jane Radcliffe based off her blog that all you should be reading. It's great. It's about old, weird TV that no one cares about. Nice. That's why and, I was watching uh, Miami Vice. Nice. And, uh, you know, it's old stuff like Super Train we're going to cover at some point. Cool. No, Super Train. Uh, is, is it related um, to Soul Train? NBC, <laughs> the show from the 70s at NBC, um, we we found a pilot on a BitTorrent where it's uh, people live on a train in the future. Oh. And it, it, it's the most expensive show of the 70s. Okay. And it lasted like six episodes. <laughs> and NBC wasted millions of dollars on this stupid show no one cared about. Wow. <laughs> Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. And NBC like has buried it from like the internet. Existence. Well, they tried to because it's such a what? embarrassment. I can't wait to hear your podcast on that, man. Sarah, do you have something you want to promote? Yes. Okay. What is that? I am wow. doing my first solo art show. If you live in the Southern California area, it's in Ventura, California. 
at the Wave Artist Community in the Theater Gallery on September 2nd in the evening. And it's from 6 to 9. If you want to check it out, that would be really awesome. And that's it. We'll have the details, and we do already have some details of that on the Facebook page, but we'll also put that in the show notes for that. We're very excited for Sarah. Clap. Clap. Clap, clap, clap. clap, clap. Okay, so I'm going to read this outro stuff. You guys think of a lesson from this movie, A Face of Another. Not Eyes Without a Face, not The Man Without a Face, not Face Off. Uh, faces in a crowd. <laughs> did, did Tom Cruise lose his face in Vanilla Sky? Oh yeah, did that happen? Okay. Yeah, he's got something going on with his. Face. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, I just don't remember. Yeah, Kurt Russell's. That's like, a little. Dude. They they call back a little bit of this and that. I didn't uh, think yeah. about it. Yeah. Anyways, it's not Mr. Nanny. It's not <laughs> Mr. Mr. <Mom>. Nanny. <laughs> it's not Take Mr. Show. It's not... Well, now I'm confused. What is it? Suburban Commando. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Email any suggestions or comments you have to podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or the podcast catcher of your choice. Like us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash pdsmios. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, please leave us a star rating or a written review. It helps the visibility of our podcast and gets us new listeners. We would really appreciate it, and thanks in advance. Special thanks to David DeRoy for our theme music, Jed Dowtry for our podcast logo, and to you, Spencer Seams, and our families what? for all the support. <laughs> oh, We couldn't do what we do without you. Oh, so thank you very uh, much, sir. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you haven't been hearing those thank yous at the end of the podcast because I've been doing. Oh, it for I've been like hearing them. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> Very good. So, what lessons do we have to learn about this? What did you learn? Well, if a doctor says this isn't ethical, <laughs> you probably shouldn't go along with it. It's <laughs> <a> good lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, let me pr- let me preface this by saying it's not ethical, but <laughs> um, he was very amused at how unethical they were going to be. <laughs> yeah, he was super excited. He was just like, "Let's do this. This is exactly uh, my my lesson is uh, if your sister asks you how pretty you are on on one side of her face, just." You know, just walk out of the room. <laughs> 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 just, just go walk out because yep. that ain't good. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Gross. Uh, don't walk into the ocean with your clothes on because <laughs> everybody will think you're committing suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I would assume. <laughs> that happened in that oh, other man. Japanese movie I just watched. It was like something about the pleasure of the s- skin or something. It was. Like, Are you talking about the uh, the movie that you couldn't remember the y- name? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Somebody walks into the ocean and they put yeah. clothes on in that Someone one. walks into the ocean with their clothes on and they're like, wait a minute, that's dangerous. Mm. Like they thought she was trying to kill herself. Yeah. Well, that's what I, like I said, that's what I would assume if I saw somebody fully dressed going, just walking into the ocean. 
And my lesson is don't promise somebody a yo-yo and then take a long time to get them that yo-yo. Because let me tell you, it's just a whole bunch of trouble. Whole bunch of trouble. (laughs) We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for being on, Spencer. Thank you. Oh, you're Thanks. welcome. Thanks, guys. Bye. The natty. Yeah. What? I'll feed his ain't. Bye. Bye.